News with Tracy Valaitham. 12 o'clock at afternoon, Justice and Constitutional Development Minister Jeff Khadebe says South Africa will review its membership of the International Criminal Court in the wake of the controversy surrounding the warrant of arrest for Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir. Khadebe said South Africa will also approach the AU to improve regional bodies to deal with human rights violations. South Africa will also propose amendments to the Rome Statute of the International Criminal Court to clarify and amplify the consulting and cooperation obligations of the ICC towards such states. Engagements with the AU and African states will also commence and government will appoint a team of ministers who will immediately start the engagements with the International Criminal Court, the African Union and African states. Workers' Union Solidarity and the NUM have both welcomed the judgment at the High Court in Pretoria issued against the Aurora directors. The court granted an application by the liquidators of the company Aurora Empowerment Systems to hold the directors of the company liable for stripping the assets of the Pamotsi Mines in Springs, Gauteng and Orkney Northwest. The amount involved is more than 1.5 billion rand. Nelson Mandela's grandson, Zondwa Mandela, and President Jacob Zuma's nephew, Kulubuse Zuma are among the company's owners being held responsible for the fraudulent running of Aurora. The General Secretary of Solidarity, Gideon Duplessis, says the legal battle is, however, not over yet. And the message to them is you can run but you cannot hide and today is the D-Day and we hope from here in um, the next step will be for any possible criminal charges also to flow out of that that will again be reinstated because a lot of the previous charges were swept under the carpet and we also hope that Michael Halley will also now uh, become part of the process and we will definitely approach the liquidators and ask them if they can also pursue the similar charges against Michael Halley because clearly he was also part of this. The questions which President Jacob Zuma could not respond to during last week's oral reply session will be answered in writing. This has been announced in the National Assembly's Program Committee meeting this morning. The President's oral reply session could not continue last week as the EFF called on him to first say when he will pay back the money used on non-security upgrades and is in Kandla private residence. The PAC and ACDP were among the small opposition parties that had questions for the President to answer. Chairing the program committee meeting is Toko Diditsa. The issue of uh, dealing with questions that were not answered by the President last week has been responded to that those will be given as written questions, uh, written answers rather, to Parliament. Reports from Syria says Islamic State forces have begun an attempt to retake the town of Kobane on the Turkish border. The offensive began with a car bomb near a border crossing point. The BBC's Richard Hulls reports. Local activists say there's fierce fighting in the centre of Kobane, the town whose defence by Kurdish forces came to be seen as a symbol of the struggle against the Islamic State group. There are reports that Islamic State militants have also entered the northeastern city of Hasake, about 300 kilometres east of Kobane, seizing two neighbourhoods from government forces. The town is a key supply link for the Islamic State forces in the group's de facto capital, Raqqa. 
The top story this afternoon, Justice and Constitutional Development Minister Jeff Khadebe says South Africa will review its membership of the International Criminal Court in the wake of all the controversy surrounding the warrant of arrest for Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vlatham. I'll be back with more news at 1 o'clock.